from a perspective of a child. A child is immature. What makes a child immature in his age, right? It's because he only think about himself. That's what makes a child immature. He has to depend on his parents. You have to depend on other people. So if you don't grow out of that, see, normal kids grow out of that, right? That's what normal kids do. But there's something about us addicts, bro. We stay stuck in that self-centeredness of a child. Welcome back, everyone, to That Christian in Recovery podcast. I'm your host, Vernon L. And this is that podcast where we talk about life's problems. And we also talk about the solution to those problems. But if we don't know the solution, we talk about our role in the problem. Because I do believe that everyone is recovering from something. Self-pity rules me, man. I can't believe this thing is happening to me, man. That's what I want to talk about. I want to talk about that pity part, that self-pity, man, that I can't believe this thing is happening to me. The world is against me. It's a hostile environment. It's me against the world. All those things that we tell ourselves, bro, when we're feeling sorry for ourselves. It has to be, to me, the worst kind of self-obsession out there. Is self-pity, man. I want y'all to know it will creep in on you. It had it wear different masks. It manifests itself in different areas. It, it comes to take over your whole life. It want to rob you of your soul. It want to rob you of your mentalness. It want to rob you emotionally. It want to take you on a trip financially. It want to divide you among your family, man. It wants to put you in this self-made prison, Brian. And only you can get yourself out, but when you get on that pity block, bro, you don't even know it. Listen, man, I'm talking about what I know, bro. Self-pity had to be careful because it creeps in on you, man. You think it's just this form of sadness, man. You might just be feeling sad all of a sudden. Or, or you sitting there. You, you ever had this feeling, man, it's like, uh, man, this, something just ain't feeling right. You know, and, and you just be, and you, you then begin to believe that you ain't loved. And don't nobody pay you no attention. Then you begin to. To compare yourself to other people, man. Listen, bro, I'm trying to listen. That's self-pity, man. It's creeping in on you, man. You get to comparing yourself to other people. You're never good enough. And all they want to do is back you up in the corner, bro, so you you can you won't come out clean. It don't want you to stay clean. It don't want you, it don't want you to see nothing that God have done for you, bro. And that's what happens, man. It blinds you to reality. Right. It blinds you to reality, brother. Reality is, bro, you're usually doing better than what you think. You're usually doing better than what you feel. But that self-pity, bro, look, it'd be blessings all around you. You'll wake up, right? You'll wake up in your own home. You don't even notice that the blessing. You'll wake up, man. You know, you got a car outside, bro. You got kids that call you, bro. You got you got a job. You got a bank account. Listen, man. I mean, it's for real, bro. You have all these blessings that God had blessed you with, but that self pity 
All it wants you to do is focus on the negative things. All it wants you to do, do is just focus on the things that are not going your way so he can back you up, bruh, and just put you in this corner and just want you to just rock, man. Listen, I'm talking about kill you spiritually. Self-pity, man. Look, I know and I got some experience with self-pity, man. Now, and that's why I want to talk to y'all real quick, man. I want to just share with y'all having self-pity almost for real, man. It almost killed me, bruh. Self-pity itself almost killed me, man. Right way back in the day, bruh, my ex-wife finally had enough. She said enough is enough, right? She put me out in a, uh, a strong man. Let's get honest, bro. A strong man would have went out there, boom, took the ledge, you feel me? We all got back on his feet, you know what I mean? Just got on moving on with life. But when you messing with an adult child, that's what I am, man. I'm an adult child, bro. What I mean by that, I'm a grown man, but I react and respond to, to life on life term with a childish mentality, okay? Yes, I am 57 years old, but I respond to life from a self-centered, immature way. So they called it, I'm a dope child, man. It goes way back when I was a kid, man, right? Trauma issues, man, that I really never learned how to develop healthy ways to respond to life. I'm talking about me, man, right? If you can relate, let me know. Give me a comment, man. Follow me. Let me know, man. Subscribe. Do all those good things, man. But yeah, yeah, I'm a dope child, bruh. So in other words, I went out there, man, and I acted like a kid. She hurt me. She she hurt me. She put me out. And I ain't, I ain't, I ain't tell you about, you know, how the years that I spent the money, the, the, the mortgage on drugs. I ain't talking about that point. I ain't talking about the time that I never came home. I ain't talking about that point. I ain't share all that. See, I had instantly became a victim. That's one way in which this self-pity would back you up in the corner, bro. You be you instantly become a victim. You have to you just victim. I just been victimizing and she that's what she did to me. She put me out and she separated me. And she separated me from my kids. That's what she did. Right. But I was buying drugs, man. So everybody was listening. See, as long as you buy drugs, they don't care about you crying, bro. They like, come on in, bro. Yeah, well, she did that for real, bro. Oh, that's messed up, dog. Let me get some of that. Right. <laughs> that's that's how it is, bro. And out in that world, right? But see, when you when you in that self-pity world, bro, that's a different that's a different world. That's a mental world, right? That's a mental world of prison that you have put yourself in. Now I'm out there, right, in the drug world with a self-pity mentality. Okay? Yeah, y'all say y'all know if y'all know the streets, like I I know the streets. They don't care about you, Brad Cry, they don't care about what you lost, man. All they want to know, bro, what can they get from you so they can move on to the next person, man. So I'm out there, man. Now, now I'm fighting. Listen, man, I'm a grown man. Out there in the streets fighting, bro, in the middle of the street. I'm talking about, they talk about insanity and recovery, bro. And why did you, why did I, why did I say it almost killed me, man? Because I had a fight, bro, and I'm out there, y'all, man, I'm getting out on this dude. Then I thought it'd be a good idea. Listen, man, I thought it'd be a good idea. I got him on the ground. I'm a grown man. Got him on the ground. Whooping on him, man. I thought a good idea. I'd get up because he was holding my shirt. So I get up, think it's a good idea, bro. They slip up out the shirt, so I'm really whooping. But when I try to pull up out the shirt, it got stuck over my head. Huh? And I heard somebody say, oh, he done messed up now, right? So dude started welling over. Bam, bam, we got the roller back. I guess realized I've been out there, man, smoking, getting high, man. I lost weight. I don't have no strength, man. Listen, bro, when you ain't had a fight about 15, 20 years, listen to what I'm saying with y'all, man. That's tiresome, man. Dude was way bigger than me. He get on top of me, man. 
where I almost died. He started banging my head on the cement. He grabbed me by both side, side of my head. Bam, bam, started banging on the ground. Now, you might say, oh, now that was the drug. No, it wasn't the drugs, bruh. It was self-pity because I stayed out there because I didn't want nobody to help me, man. I wanted people to feel sorry for me. Do you know what I mean? People tried to help me. You know what I mean? People tried to reach out to me, man, right? They, they wanted to help me, but when you're on that self-pity pot, man, on that self-pity stuff, man, you don't want no help. All I want you to do is come over here and feel sorry for me. Y'all won't feel sorry for me because, see, y'all understand. That's that child, bro. That's that little kid, man. You know what I'm saying? That little kid that went to the basketball court. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Had on a fresh gear. Had a fresh Jordans on. You feel me? Had a brand new basketball, man. You know what I mean? Couldn't hoop a lick, man. But his aunt used to buy him all that fresh gear, fresh joy. He looked, he looked real good, man. Had a nice haircut. You know, guys like us, we come down. I used to go to basketball court, mismatched shoes and all. You know what I'm saying? Guys like, man, dude, got to miss my shoes. And I eat them up. You feel me? Because I don't care about how I look, right? But what happened, man? Dude never got picked. He never got picked, but he, he owned the basketball. So we all balling. He's all in the ball. So guess what Shorty used to do? Well, if I can't play, y'all can't play with my basketball. Dude used to take his ball, man. Right? That's what happened, man. When you don't grow out of that. You know what I'm saying? When you don't grow out of that, well, if I don't get to play, y'all get to listen to me. I'm going to take my ball go home. You grow up as a grown man with that same mentality, bruh. You have that same mentality when things don't go your way, bruh. That's why I be trying to tell y'all, man. Yeah, I'm a grown man, but I, I got an immature mind, bruh. Listen, I'm immature, man. When you start using drugs as young as I did, I stopped developing, man. Right. I stopped the veil. So now I'm in recovery. I'm really learning how to respond to life. That's why I tell you, bro, I'm an adult child. People ask me all the time, man, if you keep calling yourself an adult child. Why do you keep saying that, bro? Because I respond to life on life terms, man, from a self-centered perspective, from a perspective of a child. A child is immature. What makes a child immature in his age, bro? It's because he only think about himself. That's what makes a child immature. He have to depend on his parents. He have to depend on other people. So if you don't grow out of that, see, normal kids grow out of that, right? That's what normal kids do. But there's something about us addicts, bro. We stay stuck in that self-centeredness of a child. And that's what happened, man. That's why I'm trying to tell you guys and I help you guys, man. Look, bro, you make sure when you get into this recovery process, you stay close to people who can help you see you. Right? Help you see you. Help you get help you get up out of that self-centeredness. Help you get up out of that victim mentality, man. Right? Because now you, it, it manifests itself, man. It keep piling on that self pity, man. And I, and I got to tell y'all the, 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 the one hundred on it. If you keep allowing that self pity to, the, the, the build up, the next thing you know, bruh, it builds up to shame. Now listen, man. Listen, shame, bruh. You don't want no part of shame. Now, okay. You don't want it. You want to catch it, man. That's why, you know, we go to the doctor, right? We go to the doctor, right? So they can catch things early so they can treat it, right? But if you keep ignoring that, that pain in your side, 
You keep it knowing going to the doctor, your wife, your kid, pops go to the doctor. You don't go to the doctor, bruh. Y'all doctor, you know what I'm saying? Look at his bruh, you should have gave me six months earlier, dude. I could have, I could have caught it, bruh. But uh, there ain't really much we can do about it now. Right? That's how that self-pity is, man. That self-pity is like cancer, bruh. For real, it's just like cancer, bruh. It began to just move through your body, man. Move through all areas of your life, through your relationships, man. You don't want no help, bruh. And what happened then, it begins to build to that shame. And the reason why I talk about that shame, bruh, because that shame is how you look at yourself. Now, see, you can forgive yourself, right? Let me, let me break it down together. That guilt, okay, we can work with the guilt, bro. You know what I'm saying? See, guilt, man, that comes from basically, basically what I have done, what you have done. I feel guilty, bro, that I stole from my mother. I feel guilty. Yeah, I mean, I can go to mom's when she was alive. You know what I'm saying? I can ask forgiveness. I can re repent. You feel you know what I'm saying? I can make amends. I can do all that type of stuff with guilt, and I can get back on the right tra track. She can forgive me. I can forgive myself. We can keep this thing moving, you know, but that shame. Nah, bro. That's that shame. That's that's a different animal, dog. Reason why that shame is so so deadly, bro, because that's the way I look at myself. And let me tell y'all, bro, the way you see yourself, your self worth, the stuff you tell yourself. That's why we tell y'all: be careful what you tell yourself, because what you tell yourself, you have the tendency to believe. And whatever you believe, you're going to begin to look for things that support that belief system and ignore everything else, man. That shame, bruh, is the way you see yourself when you tell yourself things like, I'm a loser. No, man, bruh, don't, ooh, don't do that. Uh, you know what I'm saying? I'm no good. I'm not a good mother. I'm not a good father. It don't have to be verbally. It could be mentally. You can be saying it in your mind. Pay attention, man, what you say to yourself, man. Because, again, you have to be able to see your full self, your whole self. God accept you for who you are just the way you are right now, bruh. Just the way you are right now, God fully accept you, bruh. So we have to be able to look at ourselves the way God look at us. And he accepts us for who we are. Now, there's some things we got to improve. There's some things we want to get better at. But during that journey... On that journey, we have to learn how to be all right with who we are, bruh. Okay? And that shame, man, listen, man, that shame is so deadly. I'm going I'm, to I'm share a little experience with that shame. And it started with self-pity. It started and it manifests itself to shame. Let me tell you how bad, bad that bad shame is, right? This is how, this how cold shame is, bruh. It took me three years, man, three years to feel worthy. Of the home that God built me and my wife. This is what I'm sharing with you. God built us a house, bro. I didn't start feeling worthy until three years later. Let me tell you about this shame, right? Where did it come from? It came from shame. Because shame make you not feel worthy of things. Listen, let me tell you about that shame. That shame is so powerful, bro. God can bless you with things, but because you don't feel worthy of it, man, you are self-sabotaging. Write that down, yeah. Put that in the comments. Self-sabotage, yeah, that's right. That's another manifestation of what? That guilt, that shame. That what? Self-pity, bro. It manifests itself, man. Right? I'm talking about God would bless you with a good marriage. <laughs> but yeah, I'm going to go there. 
with a good home. Listen, man, with good kids. You know what I mean? Some, so many people out there have good kids, don't even know it. Don't even know it. Why they don't know it? Because they haven't done the work on themselves. And when you don't do the work on yourself, on the trauma that you recover from, you take it out on your kids, bro. You don't even know it, bro. I'm talking about being super critical. I'm, I'm, I'm talking about me being super critical. Super critical. I'm talking about, I'm talking about kids. You, some of y'all got kids, man. They, they, they have to be perfect, bro. Real talk. They have to be perfect just so you can do just, just so you can acknowledge them. Some of y'all banning y'all kids right in the home, bro. Come on, man. I told you I'm going to stop playing with y'all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, see, some, some, some kids out there recover from abandonment issues and they had parents, but they weren't there to listen to them. Oh, they weren't there for them emotionally. Oh, easy, V. Go easy on them. Uh, I'm talking about kids that, that did something good in school. Man, listen, man. Yeah, and y'all say kids that done something good in school, bro, they can't wait to get home to tell their father, huh? Soon as they come up to their daddy, 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 look at this, look at this. I got to hold on, don't bother me. Yeah, I'm talking, don't talk. Hold on. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm getting honest, man. Yeah, listen, man. Y'all, look, man. Y'all know what I'm talking about, man. Right? He gone to his role, man. Reject. All he want to do is just share this, this moment with his father, man. But because his father didn't have a father. Oh, man. Oh, his father didn't have a father. He don't want to talk to his kids. So instead of talking to his kids, he talked at Listen, man, I'm talking about all this stuff, bro. All this stuff is part of recovery, man. That's what I'm trying to tell y'all, man. Be careful of that self-pity, man. You'll sabotage stuff, man. That because God got something for you. He got a future for you. He got plans for you, man. Yeah, you listen to this podcast. God had plans for you, but because you don't see yourself for who you really are, you see yourself, man, based on what this world told you how to be. The way the you know Facebook told you you have to look a certain way. Commercials told you you have to look a certain way. People and told you around you you're a loser. Then you start telling yourself you're a loser. No, you ain't, bruh. Just because you made a mistake, bruh, don't make you a mistake. It makes you human. You just a human being, man. That's why you have to be around people, right? That will encourage you, that will see you for who you really are, man. Right? You're more than a conqueror, man. You're a child of God, whether you believe in God or not. You're a child of God, man. You know what I'm saying? Just because you it's hard for you to find a job, don't mean you a loser. You are somebody, man. Don't let that self-pity creep in on you, man. Be careful. Listen, y'all, be careful what you tell them. You tell yourself. So here's what I want y'all to do, man. Whenever y'all begin to tell yourself that old crazy stuff, real talk, man. Come back with something positive, man. If not, here's something else I want you to do. If you if you can't come with something positive, because let's keep it real, man. A lot of us have a hard time, bro, saying positive things about ourselves. Real, real talk. 
I, I can ask people, man, I say, look, man, write five, six things that you don't like about yourself. Man, people write that thing down so fast. I'm the bigger one. They got it down. Boom. There you go, bro. Now write five things that you like about yourself. Uh, hold on. Huh? Write five things that you like about yourself, that you do good, that you're proud of, of yourself. Majority of people, bro, they struggle in that area. They struggle in that area. I mean, it's just, it's just real, man. And a lot of it comes from what? Self-pity. Self-pity, man, comes in and what? Now it lowers your self-esteem. Huh? Because these are all the things self-pity does to us, man. Lower our self-esteem. Now our self-worth. We don't feel worthy of nothing good. So now you have to get around people. That's why I love step four, right? Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. Before I wrap this thing up, I won't share step four. This is what step four did with me, right? Because we took a search. All right. Fearless, moral inventory of myself. This is what step four talks about. I'm looking at me, a moral, fearless, moral searching. I'm talking about I'm searching bro, for morals and values and things like that. Basically, I'm looking for good stuff. But I had a sponsor. Right. Because, see, I thought the inventory was about looking for bad stuff because that's all I, I seen myself. When I came to recovery, I was full of shame, bro. I didn't feel worthy of nothing, man. I had no self-esteem, man. None. No, I didn't say low self-esteem, bro. I said I had no self-esteem. None. Empty. Bankrupt. Gone. I ain't believe nothing about myself. I had the worst negative self-image on earth. But what happened? In recovery, they loved on me until I learned to love myself. They accepted me just the way I was. They didn't care how much dope I used. They didn't care how, how I looked. They didn't care about y'all and me. They didn't care about me crying. They didn't care about me being on my pity pot. They didn't care. They just brought me in. Just where is it? Come on in, bro. You welcome to. But they start speaking life into me. They start speaking life. Then, you know what I'm saying? Now I'm on step four. My sponsor kept telling me all the good things that he sees in me. Man, you you committed. Man, you go to work. You you want a loving relationship with your kid, man. Your your kids call you, V. Huh? Right? Your kids mess with you. Some some people in recovery, their kids don't even mess with them. My sponsor's like, well, your kids mess with you, bro. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, yeah, they, yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to see that. So now they start as slowly, man. Slowly, I began to believe in myself, man. And look, right, I'm talking about, man, listen, I'm going to tell y'all how bad that self-esteem, that, that shame is. Uh, and it mess with your self-esteem coming from that self-pity. I'm going to tell you how powerful it is, bro. And I'm going to wrap this thing up with this one, man. My wife been telling me for years, bro, how good of a man I am. Met her in 06, bro. I married her, bruh, in 2012, fam. She been telling me since then how good of a man I am. It's 2023, bruh. I'm just now coming to believe it. That's how I want y'all to get with that self-pity, bruh. Get some people around you that can lift you up, that can tell you how good you are to the point that you begin to see yourself the way God see you. Get at me, y'all. Till next time. I'm Vernon Hill, and I'm out.